Welcome to 15-Minute Friday on Life in the Front Office. Today, I'm your host, Jake Hirschman, and I've got Ali Speck, a, another Bobcat classmate of mine, uh, here on the podcast recording today. And I'm really fortunate to be able to bring on Allie. She's had a lot of different experiences thus far in her, her young career and is t- in talent marketing for baseball at Independent Sports and Entertainment. And one might ask... Uh, what all that involves. So we're going to dive into that a little bit uh, more today. Allie, welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll, usually I'll say what I do and most people go, huh? Or what does that mean exactly? Um, but ultimately, I kind of knew I always wanted to go this direction since senior year of college. I had the opportunity to intern at IMG in the New York office, and he would never remember me, but right across from my cubicle, Carlos Fleming, and he works with the Williams sisters and Cam Newton at the time, and I kind of knocked on his door one day and said, hey, like, what the heck do you do? And he let me shadow him. He walked it through. Uh, There was another talent manager at the time, David Abertine, um, who was upstairs, and he repped Alex Ovechkin at the time as well, and went in and was able to meet with him and really learn what that side of the business entailed, and it really sparked my interest. And so four years later, I was trying to figure out the pathway um, how I got there to my personal goal of it, and... I had met an agent a few years back, and we just kept in touch. He lived in Ann Arbor, so when I would go home um, to visit my family, him and I would grab coffee, and one day when I was graduating, he called me up and asked me what I was doing for the rest of my life, and I said I had no idea, but here's the (laughs) goal, and he was like, we have an opportunity. I'd love for you to interview, and six interviews later, I had the opportunity had the job and moved to Chicago, but ultimately talent marketing. And I'm specifically on the MLB side, ISC, um, independent sports entertainment. We rep NFL, NBA, and baseball, um, but we are siloed. So we all kind of work together, but each work on separate clients. So on the baseball side, we have about 300 clients Um, give or take we're probably at 320 now and that ranges from minor league to major league so I work on personal brand building with our clients growing their social media and then anything off the field related so endorsements appearances public signings private autograph signings uh, trading cards I mean you name it I'm helping either outbound prospecting it negotiating Um, or helping to execute it. So we really do the full spectrum for anything off field. It sounds like it'd be a 24-7 job nowadays with uh, social media and and everything that really an athlete goes through in their everyday life. Am I far off on that one? Oh, no, it is (laughs) (laughs) 24-7. I was joking around the other day. I took my first vacation in like two and a half years, Um, but I didn't really get to... Uh, say it was a full vacation because of the social media and the brand building aspect of it 
I had clients hitting me up the entire time saying, hey, what do you think of this post? Or, hey, like, I want to work with this brand. They want me to post this. Are you okay with this? Or what's the, or is the caption fine? Should I be tagging? Should I be hashtagging? And <laughs> it is nonstop. But the one of the great things about working with baseball players is they are all so humble, so appreciative, such great partners. And they really make the job uh, like so enjoyable and it's something that I really look forward to talking to them every day um, even if I am on a date and they are blowing me up (laughs) well and and, you know you mentioned you're in Chicago now Um, you do you manage all 320 players are there more people on your team you know how do you guys split that up and then from a you know day-to-day perspective what is what is a day in in the life of Ali Speck look like Oh, gosh, no day is the same, but I'll answer your first question. Um, we So we have three offices. We have our baseball office in Chicago, um, our football office in Indianapolis, and then our headquarters in L.A. I'm actually the only marketing person that is not based in L.A. So we I'm part of, I guess now, with three people. But um, when I first started for the first year and a half, we were a two-man team for 300 and plus clients um my vp's out in la so him and i are probably on the phone four hours a day um minimum so needless to say he's become like my best friend um (laughs) we spend way too much time together know way too much about each other um but so him and i really tag team all the clients and then we eventually brought on a third um, partner in crime and he has actually taken on the game used and trading card space for us so that's been a huge help because honestly just even like the back end of executing trading cards and managing have you signed the a thousand cards you didn't ship them back or you signed them in the wrong place it's a very time consuming process so having a third person to manage all that back end has been a lifesaver um, because there definitely is not enough hours in the day But to go to your second question, gosh, a day in the life, it really could vary. I mean, there's some days where, like, for example, from October to the end of December, I actually was on the road um, and was only in Chicago for a total of 12 days in three months. Wow. So that was pretty crazy. And that was really me going out to the L.A. office. Um, I had some other meetings in New York, and then I was going to meet clients, kind of speaking with them as we went into the off season and really helping them prep and kind of go into how do you want this off season to go? Do you want to work? Do you want to work on social media? Let's make a plan if so. And really having that FaceTime, um, which you don't get as much in season because their schedules are just so crazy. So really, I was going and meeting with them. And then uh, January is a kind of a slower month, which is nice because I can catch up. Um, and you're really, honestly, you're texting guys throughout the day saying, hey, checking in, you haven't posted or, hey, like, let's maybe focus on this or I have an opportunity for you. Would you be interested in working with X brand? Um, would you be interested in doing this autograph signing? And it's a lot of outbound prospecting, but also managing relationships. Um, and I would say that's really 50-50 split of working for your clients, but then also going out and working on their behalf and speaking to agencies, brokers, brands, and kind of building those relationships on their behalf. 
Well, and for some clients, you know, you talked about the minor leaguers versus the major leaguers. Some might be at single A, some might be at triple A. Some are maybe on the cusp of, of making it to the big leagues, you know, early on. How do you manage, you know, the different types of clients in that sense and almost the different types of needs, right? Um, each client's probably different in that sense. And, you know, a lot of them, uh, if they're in, you know, the big leagues or in those big, big cities, maybe you can kind of go see a couple at a time versus the minor leaguers are all stretched out across, you know, the small towns uh, across the country. You know, how, do, how do you manage all that? Absolutely. So it's really interesting. And we've come up with a kind of process of how we bring like, we recruit clients at all phases of their career. So we have clients that um, we get before they enter the draft, and we work with them their entire career. We also get clients who are two, three years, four years into the major leagues. And so we have to jump in and kind of make plans for where they're at, at that point. Um, So we kind of have come up with this career marketing life cycle almost where we can pinpoint hey if you're in single a you just were drafted this past year and you're starting out um, let's build up your social media let's really highlight what your personal brand is and bring that through so then as you do move up the ranks in the minor leagues you have that foundation you get your call up you capitalize on the new fandom and followers that will come with that and then that eventually leads to marketing opportunities down the road so it's really kind of identifying where they're at and helping them then get to the next benchmark Um, we build personalized plans for a lot of our clients and speak to them about hey this year we're going to focus on x y and z and then that'll set us up for layup for next year uh it there's no perfect science whatsoever and baseball players all have different preferences. They all have different priorities. Some of the guys will come to me and say, Ellie, I don't care about social media. I just want to play ball and I'm totally okay with that. I understand it is a grind and they just want to get the, get to the point where they can get that big contract. Other people are super into it, especially our younger. Um, I guess what would they be? I gen now. Is that what it is? X, X gen, I gen, Y gen. I don't know. I don't know. One, whatever, of those, one of those generations. Whatever the younger ones that we, oh gosh, I'm making myself feel old. They're no longer millennials, but um, <laughs> we have a lot of clients who are in that 18 year old to 20 year old space who really grew up in the time of social media and seeing players um, like LeBron really build a brand for themselves outside of baseball. um, And that has surpassed the sports realm completely. And so a lot of them have been inspired to really go out and set that bar high for themselves, especially because baseball players typically and MLB in particular has really stressed to, players that hey you are part of a team we don't want individuals and so that really translated into marketing and social media before then but now we're in this age where everyone has grown up with it that they're really excited about the opportunities that come with it and they want to be building those personal brands off the field um, whether that's using their platforms to go and speak out about mental health, whether it's highlighting their personal interests, we go through and speak with them and say, hey, what are the five to seven areas that you have passions with? And uh, again, those might change over the 
five to six years that you grow up in the minors and make your way to majors. But that's the great thing about brands. They can, and athletes are brands. They can morph and they can change and they can grow with you as you grow. So I'll, I'll ask you a branding question, but as you've gone throughout your, your young career, how have you built up your own brand and what advice might you have for those who are listening uh, in terms of building their brand, you know, within the sports industry, um, even yourself uh, being a female in the industry and trying to, you know, eventually get to those leadership type positions. What does that uh, piece of advice look like? Absolutely. So I have been super lucky to have had some really great mentors in my life um, from females to males. I think one of the things that has helped me along the way is the fact that I was able to cap um, in grad school. I had an amazing female teacher who really was my advocate and she pushed the heck out of me and really made me better. And now even in my position at my current job, my boss, he is my mentor. He is teaching me and he's really showing me the ropes of the industry. I have had mentors at every phase of my life and I really value those relationships. And that's one thing I would tell someone who's just starting out or really want to get out there, go out and meet people, go out and make those connections and cast a wide net. But at the end of the day, if you really click with someone and you have four or five really close mentors within the industry, make sure you're following up with them. Make sure they know that you care. Make sure that they know you're on, uh, they are on your mind because those relationships have allowed me to actually get to where I am and have opened doors and provided me the opportunity to really kind of break into a very male dominated industry. Um, especially on my side, there are very few females that really one work in baseball, but two work in talent management. Um, and so it's definitely been hurdles I've had to overcome have really uh, kind of pushed me through it and now that I'm in a place where I can kind of give back um, not saying that five years out of college and in the industry (laughs) is much of um, I have much advice to give but I do make sure that if anybody reaches out to me I do take the time to speak with them because I was in their position at one point and you never know you could either hit it off and honestly they could probably be your boss one day Absolutely. Um, and two, you're you're making these people you're making memories with different people and it's allowing them to uh, just have insight into different uh, industri- different nooks and crannies of the industry. No, definitely. And we'll, we'll start to wrap up the episode here as, as you've provided some amazing insights on, you know, the talent side of the industry. Um, in terms of where you kind of see yourself in the next couple of years and and what that part of the industry looks like, um, where, where do you think the opportunities lie uh, for, for, you know, social media and branding and, and where that's going? I mean, I can only imagine it's going to continue to grow, right? Yes. I mean, the marketing landscape is ever changing and you are now finding that digital and social media are really the cornerstone and foundation of it now. Um, I can't tell you a deal that I don't do that some form of social media is not involved as and especially as MLB is really starting to make a push I mean we are a few years behind but we're getting there Um, they're really starting to make a push for it and 
the social media space in uh, the MLB is a blue ocean. There's only three or four people that are really doing it um, and doing it well. And if you look at it, Mike Trout is the highest followed uh, baseball player on social media. And he's at three million, which doesn't even break the bank of what basketball and football has. So there are so many players out there that really have the opportunity to capitalize on this and build a brand that can surpass their 15-year career. Um, And it's kind of exciting because it's really a forefront of something that has never happened before in this space. No, that's really interesting, and and I appreciate you sharing that. Um, We'll go quick rapid fire as we we ask Drew and Brett and and, uh, Harrison the same questions, but um, what is your best or worst interview story? Oh, gosh. Worst interview. I forgot my resume. It was so bad. <laughs> I, I showed up and they were like, oh, do you have your resume? And I completely blanked. Needless to say, did not get that job, um, <laughs> but left with two very close friends that I still speak to this day. That's awesome. Um, out of grad school, what has been the uh, best part of your journey thus far? Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, this job has been an insane roller coaster. There are just as many lows as there are highs. Um, but best would probably be making the connections with the players and getting to see them succeed. I really feel like a proud mom to be honest. <laughs> it's so bad to say because I'm younger than a lot of them, but I really mom um, when they hit their free agency contract or they figure out social media and they're excited about it I mean there's so many little things every day that make me sit back and say okay all of uh, the downs and hardships of this job are totally worth it for these little moments that's awesome all right so last question uh, what is Allie, the former soccer player, student athlete at Michigan, like to do in her free time? And, I, and I'll preface it with Drew uh, said he liked to hike. Harrison said he likes to uh, kayak uh, in Chicago. So um, not sure if you have the same passion as him. And, and Brett didn't know what uh, doing much outside of work was. well that does not shock me for any of them to be honest and wow I really I feel like I need to say something athletic um I have gotten into orange theory but honestly some of my favorite things is going and grabbing a beer I mean honestly Chicago is a big drinking town so going and grabbing a beer at the pub or the bar down the street and just catching up with friends on a Friday night or a Saturday during the day There you go. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your time today on Life in the Front Office. I'm looking forward to having you again in the near future and best of luck with the uh, with the upcoming spring training season and and MLB season, as I'm sure you'll be uh, racking up those miles on the uh, on the airlines and um, tracking tracking quite the amount of miles on the roads as well. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Those miles are paying for my next vacation in three years, apparently. (laughs) There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Drake.